not by that name. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> did that just happen now, or did I talk before it started? Um, so, what's up, guys? This is James Hake. It is the Hake Report. It's a few minutes till, so I'm going to just talk early a little bit. And I'm a little late, I would say. I would consider myself a little late, just because I'm not streaming at five minutes till. And I was trying to see if I could get this clip of... General Qasem Soleimani talking and I was for some reason my computer doesn't know how to screen record all of a sudden but that's all right because we may be able to get it playing on the Skype computer so we'll be working on that and we'll let you know if not I'll just show it to you tomorrow General Qasem Soleimani how he sounds how he talks and maybe I can translate for you. <laughs> Not that I understand Persian or Iranian or whatever that language is called. But, that's that. So, good morning to everybody. It's Sunday. It is on, we are on DLive. We're on Twitch. We're on uh, Mixer. U YouTube, of course. Periscope. Let me just pull this down and pull up Periscope. And uh, Facebook. And yes, I am planning on opening up the D live treasure chest today <laughs> but today I want to talk about some interesting things um, I don't want to get into them just yet but um, any thoughts on Iran anybody I know that some people are all concerned oh we're going to war I don't know I think we ended a war by doing that and uh, Trump is ready for even more and I've heard some stuff about Iran. Maybe I'll get into it a little bit during the show. That they're... Oh, good. Wow. Super nice. Do we want to open up with that? We might open up with this. It, you're going to get confused, all right? You're going to get confused. Because it's all... I mean, it, unless you're watching. Maybe I can translate over the thing if I talk real loud. Um, but, uh... It's just about time to get started, wouldn't you say? Five, four, three, hey, let's do this. All right, guys, so listen to this. This is from Qasem Soleimani. <laughs> See if it works. I bet you they're hearing it, but I'm not. Oh, loading. Turn off the mute. Okay, so you guys probably hear it. I don't hear it. <laughs> do you hear? Do the people? Do you think it's going out too well? But anyways, that's a picture of him talking, saying it's beneath the dignity of the president of this great Islamic country of Iran to respond. To, talking about President Trump, so I will respond as a soldier of our nation, and I'm using my best his voice. You threaten us with a measure that the world has not seen before. And then in short, he goes on to say, this, this president he, of Trump, talking about Trump, talks like a gambler. It's been over a year since Trump became president. So this is from, what, 2018? A year ago? Over a year ago? Maybe a year ago? That man's rhetoric is that of a casino, of a bar. So he refers to Trump as a gambler. But I would say that this man is gambling with his life because later on he dies by Trump. He talks to the world in the style of a bartender or a casino manager is what this is what uh, what's his name is saying. Hopefully I'm not. Can you guys hear it? They can. Hear it. They can? Cannot. Okay, good. So this guy is like when he talks to China, to Russia, to Europe, one feels that a gambler is talking. That's speak for yourself. He looks like an actor. He looks like, <laughs> this guy looks like, um, doesn't look like that anymore, but he looked like uh, Sean Connery, you know, the actor who played tough. I don't know if he really was tough. This guy was evil. And then he says that we have places and we are close to you in places that you are not thinking of, which is, look at this. We are near you in places that don't come to your mind. That's a threat. And all these men sitting in the audience are, play, are uh, all clapping. We are near to you in places that you can't even imagine, is what he's saying. 
We are in the we are a nation of martyrdom. We are the nation of Imam Hussein, which is a Muslim guy. Ask around. We have endured many hardships. And so, in short, he's talking about, oh, we're going to strike you where you don't where you don't expect it. For example, roadside bombs, IEDs. He was part of that stuff. Um, so he he lived by the sword. He died by the sword. And then Iran is, is um, from what I understand, they're trying to strike back or something like that. Or they want to strike back. But they're not as powerful as, as uh, definitely not as powerful as Trump. I'll get, you, I'll get those to you, Joel. So I just wanted to share that with you. Just briefly, uh, if you are just now tuning in, fret not. I was just talking about, I keep on wanting to call him Rouhani, Soleimani. Soleimani being the guy that Trump killed. So let's go ahead and get started with the intro. Oh, yeah, you don't have anything to show. Okay, cool. Let's do it. What's up, guys? I'm actually going to be talking about gross pro-abortion women, which they are flooding the the universities, the media, and they're disgusting. And they're uh, conducting all these whatever you want to call them. It's just it's gross. What's up, guys? It is Sunday, January 5th, 2019. 5th or 5th? 2019. 2020. <laughs> Pathetic. And it is the first Sunday of the new year. Happy New Year's, every- Happy New Year everybody. And I want to talk. Make sure you guys come to church. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson every Sunday. Don't try to be cute. Just make it. All right. And you guys can call in 888-775-3773. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And make sure you're subscribed to Bond Rebuilding the Man on YouTube. As well as BitChute and uh, Facebook and all those other places. And Jesse actually streams on his Twitch channel on Sundays. And on Facebook. Those are places that hate free speech, hate true speech. And they support evil. So, disgusting. Right now, no chests move along, but I will be opening the treasure chest, let's say, 9.30. 9.30, and if 9.30 passes, 9.45. (laughs) So, Joel, remind me to open the treasure chest at 9.30. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. So, any thoughts on Iran? I just showed you guys a, a clip, and you didn't get to hear his voice, but we'll... We'll talk about it, but um, and I'll, maybe I'll show you his voice later. He went on and on and on. This Roha- this uh, I keep on wanting to call him Rohani for some reason. Who is Rohani? This guy Soleimani. He was a killer, just like these pro-abortion women, killers, evil people. And by the way, some NBC reporter, probably a pro-abortion pro- reporter, is asking why now. Um, about this, why President Trump killed this Soleimani guy. And she's all, it, I, it's hard to decouple it from the um, ongoing impeachment saga, which is a fake impeachment. She tries to imply that it's to, like, distract from or debunk the impeachment thing or be like, oh, you can't impeach me. I'm, I'm a, I just killed the number one terrorist in the world and like the number two guy in Iran. (laughs) But um, I wasn't thinking about impeachment when this thing happened. We've been going tit for tat for a long time with Iran. 
And a lot of people are jumping to conclusions thinking that it's going to end, end in war with Iran. I don't necessarily see it that way, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And Trump says that it's not. It's to prevent a war. I say it's we've already been at war. It's to end a war, maybe, or to help end the war. So Trump, he did a decisive action. It was shocking, like I said on Friday morning when I first heard about it, talking with Jesse Lee Peterson. It was a shocking thing. And if it was shocking to me, it had to be shocking to the uh, Iranians. That, was, that guy was close with the number one guy in Iran. He was ahead of the president, even, of Iran. He was close with this, um, whatever that guy, Ayatollah something, something, something. <laughs> and so it's just, um, Trump knows what he's doing, I say. With regard to foreign policy, you guys have gotten all worked up about stuff that he's done, and it turns out that he's not doing what you think that he's doing. I'm saying you guys in terms of, like, for example, Syria. Yeah, he struck Syria when you didn't want him to strike Syria, but he didn't try to—he hasn't taken out whatever that guy's name was, um, Assad and stuff like that. So you just don't know. So— um, CNN, by the way, called it murder. <laughs> were they referring to abortion? No, they were f- referring to the killing of a, the, best, the biggest terrorist. I, almost the best terrorist, because he was behind all the, a bunch of those IEDs that killed hundreds of Americans. Um, <laughs> CNN. And CNN, by the way, is pro-abortion. Um, and by the way... I wanted to, before I get into this abortion thing, CBS has this conflicting, these conflicting reports on abortion and mental health. 2011, definitely linked. 2016, not linked whatsoever, and they never uh, refer back to that 2011 study. Huh. Dishonest. But I want to refer to um, a question, a very good question. I actually wanted to address it on the spot, but... I had to hang up with him. This guy, this black guy, he's sounds kind of old. He's a Democrat, of course, right? Black, Democrat, what is that? Kind of redundant, right? But this guy named Earl from Michigan, who called into my show, he calls in regularly. He's actually my second favorite caller behind Mays from Dayton, Ohio. But Earl from Michigan, he's black. He called in. He's trying to... He's, they always... These cowards always try to call me to try to debunk Jesse because Jesse has Jesse Lee Peterson has this message of if you're not going to get into the kingdom of heaven unless you forgive and that's plainly in the Bible Jesus said if you don't forgive God won't forgive you so um it's in the Bible so it's a fact and various different things like that Jesse says that you can't sin once you're born again and so it is the Bible but these people that so-called believe in the Bible don't believe what the Bible says. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Jesus, as in Jesus Christ, he, not Jesus, he broke from his mother at age 13 or 12. I remember they were traveling somewhere and then Mary is like, where's Jesus? I'm reading this. I read this in the Bible one time or multiple times. I heard it and read it. And they go back and then they find, they're looking for Jesus everywhere, you know, teen, teenage or preteen Jesus. And they find him talking with the people in the synagogue or, or wherever it was called, in the temple, I think. And the people were astonished at him even back then. Huh. And then she's all, what, how come you didn't tell me where you were or something like that? And he's all, woman, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Interesting. So he broke from his mother at 13. <laughs> he was already his own man. So now, Earl, I don't, know, I don't think that Jesus ever resented his mother because he was perfect. He was the son of God. Or is the son of God and is perfect. But he was always perfect. So I don't think that he resented his mother, but he broke from her. And then, yeah, she was still even at the cross when he died. And he told some guy to look out for her. I think he told John, the disciple, look out for her. Back in those days, like, 
It was tougher times. I heard that people ate one meal a day at that point. Maybe one meal a day, a little bit more. But um, yeah, they had tougher times back then. People were actually hungry. Not like today. Oh, I have to commit crimes to put food on the table. You hear Earl saying it. You heard this guy from um, Chicago, maybe, or somewhere, calling in saying, trying to explain away crime as though poverty causes crime. No, crime causes poverty. And immorality causes crime and poverty. Duh. But they just look at statistics, and statistics do not explain human nature. Fallen human nature. They just, they can kind of predict, they can kind of, uh, you see the pattern, you can predict it, but you don't know why. It doesn't, under, it doesn't, correlation is not causation. Cor- because crime correlates with poverty, but crime does not cause poverty. <laughs> if anything, it's, it's the, actually, poverty does not cause crime. People say that poverty causes crime. They're dumb. Especially the educated people. And that's their way of excusing black crime and calling you racist for pointing out black crime. Oh, it's just because they're poor. And the poverty rate is not consistent with the crime rate. (laughs) The crime rate is way higher. Blacks are like three times as likely to be poor, but four, five, six times as likely to commit murder and other crimes, rapes and all those things. There's definitely differences in the cultures. More in the moral stuff. Rich black people commit more crime than poor white people, according to Dylon. And he probably has facts to back that up. But, um, so hopefully that answers your question, Earl. Oh, according to Jared Taylor. And Jared Taylor is a man who, um, Jared Taylor, by the way, is, is where I... F- Second, the second place that I learned that um, black on white crime was disproportionate, way disproportionate to white on black crime. And then he also talked about Hispanics and all those. And I looked at the stats and I kind of looked up for myself the, the stats from the FBI, DOJ and all other places. And then plus you just look around at the cities and the areas that you would want that you wouldn't mind being around. And the areas that you wouldn't want to be around, especially at night. And it's just common sense. Common experience tells you the truth. You don't really need the statistics. Even during the Great Depression. Where, where was the rise in crime? It, it spiked after the 60s, 50s maybe, 60s. With the sexual revolution, out of wedlock births, the, um, the division... The whining about racial injustice and stuff like that. All that mess. So, anyways, that's just a side note. But in general, Jared Taylor, he is a white advocate. He's into the white thing. I don't know where he goes wrong or, or right in terms of his outlook on life. But as, in terms of his research, he doesn't... He tries to be quite accurate and fair. And so, I have no problem citing him as a source. So, let me get to this, and then I will get to your calls. 888-775-3773. I want to get to this CBS thing. CBS News is well known to be fake news. They're they're every bit as evil as MSNBC, NBC, CNN, uh, Washington Post, New York Times. Trash. But they gave... I got this, actually. I need to... I'll link it in my blog post. I do have a blog post, and it's not linked currently, but I will link it. I originally saw this from a reporter, journalist, activist, um, researcher, YouTuber, Vincent James. He, back in October, actually, he shined light on this um, CBS News article from 2011 talking about... um, the increase in mental health problems is linked with abortion is tied to a sharp decline in women's mental health. That's the um, title of it. And it's written by a man, by the way. Right? Alex something. Uh, zoom in on that area. Zoom in on that headline for me. 
abortion tied to a sharp decline in women's mental health. 2011, right? Back when they could afford to be honest. Ryan Jaslow, September 1st, 2011, CBS News. And then they have like this picture from Shutterstock of a woman all depressed or something. Written by a male. Just a side note, interesting side note. But then show like this, show this Google search, the, how, how I found it. Look, so I searched, I Google searched it because I wanted to see for myself. CBS, abortion, depression. You know, whites are into knowledge. It's a, it's a, it's a hang up we have, right? <laughs> abortion tied to sharp decline in women's mental health. That's the number one um, search result when you search CBS abortion depression. And then right below it, it says CBS News, abortion not harmful to women's mental health, study shows. And that's from December 14th, 2016. (laughs) And it says the assumption that having an abortion brings on negative emotional blah, blah, blah. The women in the study, blah, blah, blah. So this second CBS News article from December 14th, 2016, after the election of Donald Trump, by the way. They're trying to promote abortion because Trump is a danger to abortion, which we should call it baby killing, killing babies in the womb, sometimes outside of the womb. And so then you see this article, Abortion Not Harmful to Women's Mental Health, Study Shows, by Ashley Welch, a woman, December 14th, 2016. And it's interesting that it says the assumption that having an abortion brings on negative emotional and mental health effects. It's not an assumption, woman for women has been used as the basis for legislative mandates, legislation to mandate counseling and restrict abortion access in some states. According to the Guttmacher Institute, Guttmacher is a pro-abortion outlet, pro-abortion research outlet. They do have interesting factual information, though. Guttmacher Institute, which studies reproductive health issues, and it's not reproductive health, it's stupid, Um, Nine states have laws requiring women to receive counseling on the perceived psychological harms. It's not perceived, it's actual psychological harms of abortion when seeking the procedure. But a new study, considered to be the most rigorous of the topic to date, finds that women who have abortions are not more likely to experience mental health difficulties than those who do not. What a liar. And this study, who is it by? This researcher from this uh, 2016 study, or at least study cited in 2016, works for a pro-abortion department of the UCSF, University of California, you already know it's trash, San Francisco, double trash, M. Antonia Briggs. She's the lady that, um, on the picture of my, the thumbnail today, (laughs) there she is. She looks like my Spanish teacher um, from high school who would not be pro-abortion. My Spanish teacher was an actual Christian. Um, went, actually went to my old church. But this woman, M. Antonia Briggs, she white, maybe. Maybe Jewish, I don't know. You guys are more experienced than me with that stuff. But M. Antonia Briggs, this is her profile in a outlet called, you see the R at the top? I'm showing the pictures if you guys are not watching. But I'm showing a screenshot. Joelle is showing it for me. Called Rewire. And Rewire is supposed to be this independent journalistic outlet. It's not. It's a pro-abortion, rapidly pro-abortion outlet. And like, if you scroll down on their website, it's just ridiculous. All the, you know, the, the, um, it's kind of like AP or Reuters, how they have these things like women's blah, 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 women's rights or climate justice and stupid sting- things like that. Chile has relaxed its abortion ban, but does that go far enough? Was her August article in Rewire about, um, from 2017 about because Chile, Chile used to have this law that um, even if you're raped, you can't have an abortion. Which makes a lot of sense, because you shouldn't be doing that. So, um, and this 20, there she is, there's her UCSF, University of California, San Francisco, Bixby Center for Global Reproductive Health. Yeah, that sounds totally, (laughs) totally objective and non-biased in favor of abortion. 
that is extremely pro-abortion. So, PhD, and her PhD is in what? A fake science called psychology. Psychology is not a real science. There's no way to, like, test the brain and stuff like that. It's just, you're just um, putting names to phenomenons, phenomena that happen within people's minds. I'm looking for my, I'm looking for my, I'm just looking for my Periscope. Am I streaming on Periscope, guys? Let me just go, go over here and check. Ah, Periscope is having problems. Sorry, Periscope people. Yeah, for some reason I'm not streaming on Periscope. What a shame. Uh, Periscope aborted me. That's evil. Um, I'm going to get to a little bit more on this. But at first I want to get to some calls. Um, a little bit more about the places that she works. And my take about abortion and so-called mental health. Which is a misnomer, really. And also, I will cite some of the numbers because there are some interesting numbers from that 2011 study. Um, but first, let me get to Skip from Augusta, Georgia. Skip, how are you? Hey, James. How you doing today, man? Doing fine. Good to hear from you. Good to talk to you. Look at here. Um, I know this is before your time, but back in 1979 when Jimmy Carter was in office, um, they had that, that Iran hostage over there. I, I forget, 51... People or whatever was held hostage, and they. A lot of people say historians say that that was the reason why Jimmy Carter was only a one-term president. Wow! That Reagan was able to come in after him, and I've been listening to the news a lot this morning over the past few days, and Democrats have been trying to compare compare this with Trump's doing right now with the Iran is going to hurt him and cause him to be a one-term president. Oh, I don't think so. They're not looking at they're not looking at what's really happening, you know. Uh, Trump's not doing a bad thing. They want to say for one, they want to say. Well, Trump said first of all he's going to pull all the troops out of the Middle East, and now he's he's, he's piling them up in there. Right. You know? But um, you know they're 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 attacking our people and attacking our embassy and all that, and, and Trump's just not he's not a bullcrap guy. Right. You know, he's not going. He he'll only take so much, you know and. and and he's just not gonna put up with it. I don't. I don't see. I don't see where they're where they're getting getting their. Um, I don't see how they come with what they're saying. Is basically what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I kind of know what you're saying. What was the? Remind me because you brought up Reagan. What was the Iran Contra scandal? What was that? Do you remember? It wasn't a Contra. They had hot. They held hostages over there. I think it was like 51 hostages. Okay. And. Uh, and it went on for a long time, and uh, he never was able to free him. And then when Reagan got in office, as soon as he got in office, uh, they let the hostages go. Wow. I think yeah. I remember that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. man. The, Dem- the Democrats are doing every- anything and everything they can just to sidetrack from the actual facts of things to uh, just-, just to make Trump look bad, you know? Right. You know, um... I know you're not a fan, at least not a big fan, of our relationship with Israel. Is that true? Well, I'm, Israel, I don't believe they're our friend. I really don't. What do you think about the fact that people say that, and I think it's true, that Israel wants regime change in Iran? Well, I don't know enough on that to even comment about that, Jim. Okay, yeah. But um, but you don't you're for what Trump has done at least so far regarding Iran, huh? Well, yeah, I don't see why he's doing anything wrong. Yeah. Um, he took out one of the, the head boys over there, and and um, he's just letting them know, you know, we're not going to take y'all's bullcrap. Yeah, very true. You know? Yeah, that's how I see it too. I don't I don't think he's doing anything wrong. Yeah. And uh, they was they was talking this morning. They had O'Shuler on there. They was trying to. Trying to ask about the uh, who's that? Um, Stephanopoulos is that his name? Yeah, George Stephanopoulos, George Stephanopoulos the pro Clinton guy in the media. Oh, 
oh yeah, I can't stand him. I, think, I believe there's a special place in hell for him just waiting on him. But uh, he was trying to talk about is this going to hurt the uh, impeachment. We just ain't got a thing in the world to do with the impeachment. Yeah, exactly. Know, they don't have anything to impeach the guy on. Right. You know? Or they would have already sent they would have sent it over to the Senate and it already been you know, doing what they got to do, but they don't have anything. Yep. I mean I just don't understand they just the Democrats are so they go one way and this way and that way and that way, but they don't have one straight path of uh of, bottom line, James, won't they just wait to the election and vote them out? Yeah. Yeah, man. They it it's funny that George Stephanopoulos and this other reporter woman are acting like, oh, this is this is to distract from impeachment or to um, help him fight against the impeachment. When I don't, I just see him as as making a decisive, unpredictable action, and he's been known to do this. It was. Def- Were you surprised when he did this? Look at look at here. Here's the bottom line. Um, with this Iran, I'm not Iran, but uh, the Ukraine. All right, it had something to do with, with Biden, right? Yeah. Biden, and and, and, it, and, it was, and it's been shown on on TV where Biden made comments about how you know he he can remove whoever he wants to, pretty much, or withhold the money, whatever. Look here, whether, whether you think Trump did wrong or not. They are, you should be glad that he's exposing Biden for what he is and for what he was doing then and what the Democratic Party was doing then. Yeah. They don't, they don't care about exposing the evil and the bad of what's been going on. They just want to try to make something up and make something new out of something that's not even existing. I know. It's we, silly. We, they're, we, they're accusing him of, what, of doing what they're doing. Exactly. We should be yep. thankful that Trump, that Trump has exposed this. Yep. And I think it should, it should be exposed a whole lot more, and I hope it's going to be eventually. But yeah. I don't But that's just what I want to talk to you about, because uh, they're, they're saying that this is going to, going to make Trump a one-term president. I don't know. I, I, don't think that's wishful, I, don't, I think that's wishful thinking on their part, man. That's the only guy that's is wishful thinking. They ain't got a prayer. Yep. <laughs> I appreciate it. Skip, good hearing from you. Have you been healthy? Have you stayed healthy uh, this season? Well, yeah, I had to take, uh, I had to call an ambulance on um, Christmas Day to come pick Stacy up, take her to the hospital. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. She had, yeah, she had pneumonia, was in ICU for five days, but she's back home now and everything's good and we're looking for a good new year. Oh, good. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate it, Skip. Stay well. All right. All right. Take care. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. So, the treasure chest is opening. I'm going to wait 30 seconds because I think that might be, like, the delay. Um, So, start clicking before you hear me. (laughs) So, guys, I am opening the treasure chest on dlive.tv slash the hate report. Not to be confused with dlive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peterson, on which I'm streaming in Jesse's fourth hour Monday through Friday. On my channel, Sundays, and uh, so shout out to uh, D Live Jesse Lee Peterson and uh, you guys. I heard that there was a hit piece on D Live um, by you know liberal. Say no more, right? Just trying to call them white nationalists, fear mongering, saying it's a haven for gamers and white nationalists. Dumb, and um. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Honestly, even if it were true, there's a lo- whole lot of people who are not white nationalists. They're just nationalists. And they're called white nationalists. And what's wrong with being a white nationalist? They don't have any problem with the black nationalists or the uh, whatever. Only the whites are under attack. Pathetic. Oh, yeah, from the Daily Dot. The Daily Dot. A guy named Cohen. Anyways, um, let me get to some... Oh, congratulations on DLive to Noah's Arkansas, Patrice O'Neill Groiper, Spanglish, Tex-Mex, and Super Dave. Thank you, all you guys, for your support. And congratulations for the redistribution of lemons. That's why we call it the Obama chest. Obama's sunken chest. Obama has a sunken chest. I have a much bigger chest. Cong- uh, and shout out to Noah's Arkansas, He White, Slim... 
Slim Reaper. <laughs> That's a nice name. Um, CC, hey. Tex-Mex, Esotergic, Super Dave, Sergeant Peterson, SZQ, and Real Brandon Johnson. Thank you, guys. And by the way, um, Super Chat on YouTube from Coldberger Art, oh, the Hake Report, la la la, and D. Martin III. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the support. Yeah. Very good. So let me get to some let me get to some more callers and then I will get to this um a little bit of, of information that's interesting regarding this abortion thing. Robert out of Texas. Robert, how are you? I mean Kansas, sorry, Robert. Out of hey, Kansas. Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing, man? Doing all right, thank you. Good. Uh, what you been up to? Uh, not going to the gym? <laughs> very true. Very true. I've been not going to the gym, but you've been you've been working, huh? I've been working. Yeah, but and not reading Dylan's book yet. I read a little bit of it, but it's been some time. You know, I don't have any New Year's resolutions, and and um, I, I feel like Jesse Lee Peterson. I feel I almost heard him say, "You should." <laughs> Meaning, I think he's pushing for me to actually start exercising again, too. And, um, I think I'll do that. But It'll help you, it'll help you relax, man. It really does. I mean, at first, yeah. it's a, it can be a kind of an added stressor initially. But over time, when you work your body that way, you really get to relax uh, the, your mental side, your brain, in, in a way that really no other way does. So I, I suggest that as well. It, you release endorphins, and you actually, over time, you will get addicted to it, which is a really good thing to be addicted to, you know? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know what? I um, I used to exercise, like, daily or, you know, s- at least six days a week. And it would be running or play- and or playing soccer, push-ups, sit-ups, crunches, pull-ups, all those things. And um, I was pretty dedicated to it. And then it just fell off. Um, kind of like, I think it's kind of a white thing. I mean, I I know there's a lot of white guys like you that stay with it, but there are a lot of white guys who get into the work, just pour themselves into work and, and forget everything else. And that's not a good thing. And then that's why you see a lot of, um, of, uh, what's a good word for it? Frumpy is in my name, is in my mind. Frumpy looking white guys. But, yeah, I appreciate the advice, Robert. Well, yeah, man. I mean, there's a time to work, too, so that's, it's not that you can't uh, dedicate yourself in whatever way you choose. It's just I know that long-term, <clears throat> you know, probably have a high-stress job in a way, Hank, so it would help you out that way. What about uh, Flat Earth? Are you a Flat Earther yet? I am not a Flat Earther, but I have been oh, to the wow. beach. I went to the beach okay. for the first time in, like, a year, and, um, like you can tell, I'm pretty white, right? I went after sunset, <laughs> but um, it looks round to me, man. But I don't know. But I think that okay. is, I still think it's round. But I don't know. Well, that's fair. That's that's fair. That's how we're taught, and it would be really weird if you know you said, "Hey, the Earth is flat," and people just believed you. So right. I I spent a long time trying to disprove it because I thought it was just crazy or stupid. But man, after I got a telescope and I I traveled around trying to demonstrate to myself what I would think, you know, actually use my own eyes. After I did that, man, I was like, you know, I don't know what it is, but I know something is is different from what they teach us. And it just just really bothers me that I think I'm being lied to. Not necessarily that I know what shape anything is, but man, I tell you what, I've I've got a telescope and sure as hell, look, I've I've seen distances, man, where I'm like, how is this possible? How can I see this water tower from 20 miles away it's the same elevation anyway it just, there's whole things like that where i i really can't uh, figure out what's what it is but um it Robert, seems different are you a veteran um yeah I'm, I'm a veteran i spent uh i spent a while in uh a couple years in iraq fighting that war so i got to i got to go do that you saw combat and stuff oh yeah man i've seen everything i need to see yeah Wow. Dang. Well, I appreciate you, Robert. I don't know I don't know about the flat earth thing. I don't see it as an important 
uh, thing to be concerned about with the the geopolitics of the Middle East right now, huh? I mean, yeah, I'm more into like we already know that the media and the academia and all those people are liars like so some people think that if we find out that we didn't go to the moon or the flat the earth is flat then we'll really be awake but that's just like knowledge and knowledge doesn't really wake you up you know what i mean it's more like the the spiritual awakening where you are actually um what was jesse's word for it openness where you're living a life of forgiveness was how he described it and just um not closed off you like you know this guy that calls into my show joe from phoenix arizona he's very knowledgeable but closed and he has this judgment against jesse lee peterson and a little bit against me but mainly against jesse and i don't know what it is i think he identifies with his blackness and so it bothers him that jesse is Jesse is openly, let's call it, um, dumb, meaning not intellectual, can't remember stuff, doesn't know um, a lot of facts, it doesn't hold on to facts, um, but yet he is pure common sense and bold and confident, and whereas people like Joe, it seems like they don't have confidence unless they get knowledge, they put their confidence in their knowledge or something like that. And well, and and non non intellectuals like Jesse, who are like dumb and don't mind being dumb, dummies. <laughs> you know we're we're all idiots, and Jesse doesn't mind it. But that really bothers some of these blacks that, especially black intellectuals, because they have this um, mindset where I want to break that stereotype of the dumb black. But Jesse's like just wallows in it. He's just. <laughs> he revels in it because yeah. I'm black and slow, but I don't know what it is, but I feel that this knowledge thing, whites do like to get into knowledge and we are like naturally intellect or something intellectual. It's like an escape. I don't want so, it to be an escape. Hey, hey let, me, yeah. let me just say this, man. The, the, the mind is curious. The mind is intellectual, uh, regardless of race, even women. I mean, I don't mean to sound sexist, but even <laughs> some women are smart, right? Um, so <laughs> the thing about it is, is that the children of the lie, whoever that may be, the media, academia, the people in control, yeah. okay, they know that we have a curious mind, and they have to give us a narrative, right? And so if, if they give us uh, a lie, right, a deception, they can then control us because we don't know the truth. The thing is, is that if you ever really do know the truth, then you would serve that because the truth is, well, it's it's God. It's God's order, right? It's what he set forth in place to be real, meaning that uh, like in the Bible, it'll say, if you throw seed among bad ground, it will not grow, right? There's no subjective nature to it. It is nature. It's what God did, right? So the controllers never want us to actually know what the truth is, because if we knew, we would serve that, and we would not serve them, right? It says yeah. the Bible, ye cannot serve both God and mammon, right? That That is a very, um, you know, it's, it's in Matthew, right? Uh, and it's very true. You can't have two masters. It says, in God we trust on the back of our money. And if you think they mean the creator, right, the one who laid down the foundation, God, if you think they mean that God, then you are still in the matrix. You're still under deception. Wow. And you probably think that, uh, you know, you're on a little ball in space and you spin <laughs> around everything and you come from a monkey and that life itself is insignificant and probably everywhere. And therefore, you can rationalize things like abortion and, you know, men and women are equal. So why can't two men or two women get married? Or why can't a man transition to a woman? Or why can't a woman be a man? You know, you go into the deception, right? Hey, the lie built on lie built on lie. Right. So, you know, they tell you for 50 years, men and women are equal. And now you have trans transgender kids and people are like, why, why do we have transgender kids? It's like you've been programmed from before your birth to a lie. Yeah, that's right? that's so, deception, so man. They, it's deception. That, that it's the communist. Matrix. You know, it's a communist thing to go outside of people's um, people's area of expertise and capitalize on doubt and what is unknowable. 
things, big things like climate change or all this other stuff, they try to keep you back on your heels. Whereas it's nice that guys like Jesse are grounded on what they know and they just stick with what they know and they'll just keep on pummeling. And those guys that are intellectuals, they get so frustrated with that. So, anyways, Robert, appreciate you, man. Take care. I appreciate you, Hank. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Dana out of Texas. How are you doing, Dana? Hey, Hank. How are you doing? Doing fine. Nice to hear from you. Good to hear from you again, too. And anyways, um, well, I was going to real real quick on the abortion issue. I was just going to say that, you know, earlier I had a YouTube ad pop up, and it had my information on it, and it was pro-abortion petition. And literally, if I would have clicked the wrong thing, it would have sent me, like, to supporting a petition for abortion. Wow, that is creepy. I was, yeah, it had my information on it. It was creepy, and I've never seen that before. Not that like is so people. weird. <laughs> Man, that's evil. Yeah. No, that's, it, that's where you say Google is evil, or wherever that was, maybe Facebook. Um, but well, Google owns YouTube now. Yeah. They do. So they're like one and the same now. So yep. it's just terrible. Yeah. That is so disgusting. You know what's funny is like the biggest, the biggest like political YouTubers or the best ones, most interesting ones, are not for that, um, are not for their madness. Yet Google sides with the evil ones, the CNNs, the CBSs and all that. And um, then they like try to manipulate you into, like, picture yourself supporting abortion and signing this thing. Oh, no. That's evil. And they try to use anecdotal, like, feel feel for this person, this right. one person who has an issue or whatever. Yeah, exactly, like when, rape, rape and incest and, um, li- and uh, or, like, 1%. health issues. Yeah, it's, like, less than 1%. I was watching that video from uh, Vincent James. He showed that it's, like, Less than 0.5% or something like that are from rapes, exactly. abortions. 1% percent's being generous. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. So, it appreciate really you, is. Dana. Yeah, don't fall for it. They try to, I think they try to shock and offend, I think they try to shock and offend the conservatives so that the conservatives lash out all angry. And then they look, oh, look, the hate yeah. is, on the, is on the right when it's really on the left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't get all emotional. You can't yeah. react with emotional responses. That's like with all the response to the missile strikes. There's yeah. so many emotional responses now. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's so true. People are like, oh, it's, we're going to war. And it's like, well, Obama launched, I don't know how many missile strikes the whole time he was in presidency. That's right. This is honestly one of the few ones I've ever heard Trump do. Yeah. You know, um, I, was th- I heard that Obama once said, because this was a drone, this was a drone fired a couple missiles, I guess, at these two cars. And so it was a drone that took him out. And I think Obama mm-hmm. was droning people, meaning using drones to it, oh, to so murder many. people, assassinate people, right? He said, he I'm... Did, he launched so many missile strikes, like, all the time and bypassed Congress. And he once said, I'm beginning, uh, reportedly, right, in the media, I heard, I don't know if this is mm-hmm. true, but I heard that he said... Um, I'm getting good at droning people. <laughs> Isn't that oh, disgusting? Jesus. A guy like Obama is pro-abortion. Disgusting. Yeah. Kind of like what the people like, um, what uh, Robert was talking about, where these people don't value human life. And he's just, I'm getting good at, at uh, droning people. And I wouldn't mind if you were like a good person, a trustworthy guy. But he's an evil guy, Obama. Anyways, don't Dana. Yeah. I appreciate it. Appreciate Obama it. was le- leading the war. Trump is trying to prevent a war. Right. Yeah. O- so, Obama yeah, brought us ISIS. Good <laughs> yeah. Good talking with yeah, you exactly. too. All right. Take <laughs> care, Dana. All right. Yep. So, before I get to the rest of the calls, let me quickly says. Let me quickly. You know this abortion and mental health thing. You have to be already mentally ill, in a sense, to want abortion. And this study from 2016 by this 
M. Antonia Briggs. She only measured the ones that wanted abortions and were denied versus the ones that got abortions. And so she didn't measure the people, the women that are like, no, I'm not for abortion. I don't want one. one." (laughs) At least according to to what I understand from the study. So she, and then a week or two later, the women who were denied abortions, right? Because it was just past the window of the early stages of when you're allowed to have an abortion in some states, right? Or whatever reason that they were denied an abortion, denied reproductive health care. That's what they call it. (laughs) They were, um, they reported having lower self-esteem and more because they thought that they were going to have that, that abortion. They thought that they were going to have their so-called problem, their punishment with a baby, in Obama's word, um, gotten rid of. But that's not the case. And they only studied, like, they stayed with five years, right? Because I don't know where they get all this money to do this. Maybe people are donating, or maybe it's government-funded. UC, right? University of California. California taxpayers support that. I don't know. But um, versus for the study in 2011, they, researchers analyzed data on 877,000 women, including 164,000 who had an abortion. The women who had an abortion experienced an 81, 81% increased risk for mental problems. Women who had an abortion were 34% more likely to develop an anxi- anxiety disorder. more likely to experience depression, 110% more likely to abuse alcohol, 155% more likely to commit suicide, and 220% more likely to use marijuana. Nearly 10% of the problems could be attributed to abortion, the authors concluded. Interesting. But it's, uh, as Jesse Lee Peterson calls it, it's a psycho-spiritual illness. This um, mental illness, uh, depression. I remember going to church, church with Jesse Lee Peterson, highly recommended. And he said, don't use words like abortion. I mean, uh, depression. You probably shouldn't even use words like abortion, too, because that's just a euphemism for killing a baby. But depression, because you're putting a name on it and you're locking yourself into it. And you're thinking your problems are physical because people treat depression with drugs and stuff like that but you have to be mentally ill to defend women who are seeking abortions in their like I said spiritual psycho spiritual illness you're dead inside you should over and by the way this it sounds like the conservatives you could say it sounds like the conservatives are cheering on for women to get depressed after they get a after they get the abortion no because you should say you get an abortion there are women who, like, get really guilty afterwards. The non, non-sociopaths, let's call them. <laughs> you should overcome the guilt and be free once you see that you were wrong. That's something that Jesse says, and that's something the Bible says. But all of this ignores, all of this whole question of does it cause mental illness, does it not, it completely ignores and sidesteps the plain, non-debatable issue that Abortion is killing a baby and is wrong. Period. The left want women to become soulless sociopaths, or is it psychopaths? Feeling nothing. Just, uh, they want them ignoring the guilt, and they have all kinds of ways to, to justify and ignore and justify themselves and get away from the guilt, their conscience, and get away from men's wisdom. Men don't have any right. You hear a maze even defending it. Pathetic. But anyways, I have links to both of those articles, and I have them on archive, too, in case CBS decides to try to hide that study from 2011. Oh, man. Also on my blog post, I have some interesting tips from Spoiler spoiler Alert. Thank you, Spoiler Alert. And by the way, I have more Super Chats, and then I'll get to calls. Hot Computer Smell says, proud to be a supporter of you, Hake. Thank you, Hot Computer Smell. Mari Uvaldo. Good morning, James. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And word is Bond Vaughn. Gave a super chat, and I had to... Uh, YouTube is still messed up, but I was able to capture it, and, and 
Word is Bond Vaughn says, love your show, Hague. Thank you. Appreciate that. So, let me get to Charlotte out of West Virginia. Ro- Charlotte, first time caller, how are you? Hello, James. My niece won't talk to you. She said you, you don't have, have it all, so she gave me the phone back. Oh, this is Maze's niece, Charlotte, from West Virginia. No, this is Maze talking to you. No. She won't talk to you now. Oh, she, she won't? What's you know, that? She said you're slow and you don't understand what's going on. Oh, so well, now, yeah. She, she sounds slow. She, she sounds slow. She won't even talk to me. You're having her. She won't talk to you. She don't have a channel with uneducated people. Oh, okay. I don't have to be. I am. I'm educated. That's part of my problem. <laughs> so I didn't call to tell you what she said. She just gave me the phone. So oh, that's funny. Charlotte. Yeah, anyway, Charlotte. Tell Charlotte she's a coward. Well, she's listening. Yeah. And, uh, I don't speak for Charlotte, and she don't speak for me. Since she won't talk to you, I'm gonna tell you like this. What do you think about me getting vasectomy? I think they shouldn't do it. it we need more okay, babies, not fewer. And so what? Do you, no, 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 no. What do you think about them doing it? I think Are they shouldn't do it. Them? What's that? And, and what about those that, that do it? They're, they're wrong. They've gotten one. They were. They, well, they should unvasectomize themselves. Well, why are you, why are you not having a history over that? You having a history That's not a ma- major problem, and it's not killing a baby. It is killing a baby. If, you can't, if you're not producing it. It's preventing a baby. So you, and, uh, but I don't hear, I don't hear, I didn't see men marching in the streets when Obama got elected, we want vasectomies, we want vasectomies. Nope. I saw women marching in the streets the day after Trump got inaugurated saying, we want abortions, we want abortions. That's what I'm trying to say. You should be marching in the street in behalf of you having a race. Or anybody you, else that won't hear. Yeah, so we, no, we shouldn't be marching in the streets. We should be, um, we should be getting with decent women and having babies, making decent babies. Yes, you should, but if you turn like Bruce Jenner and do different things like that, you can't have babies either. So you Speak, can't have babies either. I'm not doing a Bruce Jenner thing. You don't have one. Bruce no, already not. had so his let's kids. Deal, let's deal with depression and let's deal with all of the things. By the way, that's, that's called, Maze, that's called dead naming. You're dead naming so him. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's, get to the, let's get to the point where he you He changed his name to believe, Caitlin. I don't believe in abortion. And I don't believe in nobody killing, no human killing another human in no type of way. With war or nothing else. Because if you take those men that go over there and fight those wars, you don't know the agony they have to go through. They go through depression too, don't they? PTSD. Some of them do, yeah, because they're, because they're, they're, because we've made a lot of weak-minded young men. Because we have weak-minded parents. Why don't want to scream and holler about going to fight somebody to kill somebody? That's because they have been weak-minded. Weak-minded men get the PTSD, and most of us are weak-minded people, so we get the PTSD from various things. Why do you want to throw up a red flag of having a good time about somebody? Abortions kill way more people than wars. Abortions kill way more people than wars. Abortion killed more people than the Holocaust. A killing is a killing, regardless of how you kill a situation. Then how come you support abortions? How come you support abortions? I don't support abortions. Yes, you I do. Support I, I support a woman doing what she wants to. With that's her a, body that's supporting doing. abortions, Mace. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I guess my niece is right. <laughs> I guess your niece is and dumb. I, I have another question. Why do you say you don't like educated black men? I like them. I just think that they're dumb because they lean on their education as a source of pride. It's pathetic. It's disgusting. If that was the case, all those decisions that you're giving out were given to you by some educated person. No. You didn't get it from some some Jojo off the street. I did too. This position, this position that I got as producer, Jesse went to college to get a white woman, and then he finished, and he's like done. And that's as educated as he got. Just, just watch what you say. The real and education you know is is wisdom, and th- and that's and what know, he has, and that's what yeah, I should like, value. Those are those that's uneducated. You can rule. Those are educated. You went to college, Maze. He can read and do them things. What? You went to college. Yes. So what's wrong with that? I don't have a fear from that. Do you? You you got your degree. Did you finish? You got your degree. Yes. Did you? Yeah. So why you got against people that did it? You did it, so people supposed to. It's not it. against them that they did it. It's just you know, college is brainwashing people. People nowadays, education is not worth anything. But anyways, in fact, anything. in fact, they they, it's a cost to you. <laughs> it but I want to say, you anyways, say, Mace. You, but James, you as a Christian, you saying that should not kill. And when you somehow have raying over somebody being killed, regardless of how it is, I don't believe in death. And uh, no human being dying, no way or whatsoever. 
Well, you don't believe you don't believe in a lot of your what you dis you um you're disputing what God said because God said if you eat from the tree even, you die. I don't even believe in a death penalty. I believe in you joining the jail for the rest of your life. All right. And Al Capone and all those people and all those cooks and stuff back in the old days. Don't you come now? Do your history. Al, Al Capone like wasn't white. He was Italian. <laughs> well, whatever. Still, they consider themselves the same. All right, Miss. Nice talking okay, so with you. you have a good, and let the abortion thing go. And no, the no. The more you say that, the more I'm going to clamp onto day. it. They're doing them every day, and I don't see no man walking around trying to stop Je- them. You guys watched Jesse Lee Peterson the other day talking to those pastors yeah. yesterday from 1996? He was like a pit bull with those guys. Really? <laughs> like in, they, your, in your mind, that's the way you, you It was awesome it. because they that's just the made fools it. of themselves talking about the we Bible mess. On, we see things about, on the wisdom of men. Get it together, Dave. All right, Mace. When you talk about death, okay, when you talk about death, look at death in all type of ways of how y'all kill people. No, I can over. I can focus on me, one type of death because I'm not run by a woman. Like crazy. Like the same all right, Mace, I got to go. Okay. All right, you have a good You too. Bye. So, let me get to Philip out of Florida, first-time caller. Philip, how are you? Hey, James. I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Doing fine. What's up? Uh, that that uh, caller before Mays, Robert, that guy is on point. Do you, do you know him? I only know him from Facebook and YouTube and calling into my show. Well, I don't know what, what he does for a living, but, man, Robert, you are smarter than the average bear, bro. If, if, you, if, you, wouldn't, if you wouldn't mind sharing your knowledge and you've got time to write a book, I'll buy, like, eight, eight copies. Nice. Are you yeah, a flat no, earther, I- too, or no? Uh, I know, I know the, I know the same things that Robert knows, and he, he's right. The Earth's curvature—it's—it's it's not what they tell us it is. Interesting. I don't know what shape the Earth is. I know that there are there's there are flaws and there is deception in what we've been told. That I know for sure. Yeah, I appreciate I it, Philip. Oh, hey, thank you, and Robert, please, man, write a book, dude. <laughs> cool, man. All right, we'll take care, Philip. All right. Dennis out of New York, first-time caller. Dennis, what's up? What's up, Hey, How you doing, man? Hey, good to hear from you. Excellent, excellent. You know, I, I, I just hate waiting on hold because you hear all these people talking, going back and forth, and you kind of lose your frame, uh, train of thought. But I know. I just, I just want to say that I don't understand how these people can hate Trump or what's going on. Uh, and then when you hear Maeve going off in the ranch, you realize how illogical most Americans are. Yeah. Especially those that aren't, like, you know, really in the know and, and have anger and all that, that dumb stuff. But uh, I remember she, she asked you, she's like, how, how come you don't like educated black men? And I actually dropped out of college because, you know, I'm I'm half black. But, you know, you when you when you take guys that come from, like, you know, the ghetto and you give them a book and you put them in that, you know, zone where, hey, you're in, you're in a, a realm of higher education now. You know, you don't have to know everything, but you're already better than the rest of the population because you know you're getting a college degree and all this stuff. Yeah, and it kind of like plays this like psychiatric like trick on their minds to make them think, you know what? If I know some big words and I had this little piece of paper backing me up that says I was in a classroom for four or five years, then I I probably am better than everybody else. And then you have all these people like Neil Tyson, the Grass that. That other uh, pastor, you know, who's always on CNN. Michael Eric Dyson. Uh, uh, dude, I saw that guy at the airport. I wanted to call him out. <laughs> nah, there's too many, too many levels around it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they that's all they have at the end of the day. Like, they just went from a realm of the ghetto where all they had was, like, you know, food stamps, you know, the, the rap appeal, urban, uh, you know, uh, uh, merchandise, to now big words and at the source. That's it. Like, there's... And that's what they rely on to, to to claim that they're better than you know the the, the average bear, the last caller. So I mean, if, if Maeve's not going to be able to understand that because she has her own issues and she has her own self entitlement, but um, it's it's definitely a problem among black men today. And I, I have a few friends like that, and I call them out on it all the time. And nice. They can't see it from them, so, right. You know. Yeah, just be patient with them because they may they may catch on to what you're talking about. So yeah. you can't get mad at these people. Like I know. The Earl every day. Right. It's like, all right, you're you're wasting your time, but you're slowly transforming because no one's going to tune into four hours a day and have a problem with it. Right. That's a good point, man. Yeah. Dennis, good to hear from you, man. Make sure you come out to the Bond uh, Men's Conference if you can make it out here to L.A. in June, if you can. 
Oh, yeah, no, I just got a job in LA. I'm pretty excited. I, I okay. Can do some private counseling with Jesse, bro. Right Glad on. To see you guys out there. All right. Thanks a lot, James. Yeah, thank Good you, job. Dennis. Take care. Uh, Michael's Trucking LLC says, keep up the good work. Thank you, Michael's Trucking LLC. Appreciate that was the last of the Super Chats in YouTube. In D-Live, if I missed them, hopefully you guys screenshotted and sent them to me. Um, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. And by the way, this is a Men's History Month t-shirt from Jesse Lee Peterson's Teespring store. You can get it from, uh, if you go to jessieleepeterson.com and then look down, scroll down, and you'll see like this banner ad that changes. And then one of them is Jesse Lee Peterson Teespring store. This is there. All right. Or teespring.com slash stores slash Jesse Lee Peterson. But subscribe to Bond Rebuilding the Man on you Bond Rebuilding the Man on YouTube. And go over there. It's an excellent church service. But if you're local, you should be coming up to church. It's better in person. All right, guys. Take care.